joining us today. As a friendly reminder, please keep yourself muted with your camera turned off to avoid any distractions. You can submit up to two questions by chat only. Please submit your questions as clearly as possible and include your name and outlet. We'll do our best to take questions in the order received up until the Q&A portion begins. And of course, we'll happily take any remaining questions by emailing dempress at sfgov.org. Welcome, Director Colfax. Hi, good. Hi, good afternoon. Thank you so much for joining us today. As we head into Thanksgiving holiday week, I want to acknowledge those we've lost to COVID-19. Although the deaths in San Francisco have been lower than other cities, each person who has passed away is one too many. My condolences to their families and loved ones. Across the nation, we are seeing tens of thousands of lives lost to this virus. In the last two weeks alone, deaths in the United States have increased by 64% and more than 257,000 people have died. And hospitalization rates are increasing dramatically. 50% in the last two weeks across the country and 55% in California. And consistent with these increases across the nation and across the state, we are seeing our local cases and hospitalizations continuing to climb. In many cases, deaths and hospitalizations can be prevented if we just follow the basic measures that we know prevent the virus. Now, let's look at some data. Could we have slide one, please? So this slide shows how the surge Slide one, please. Prior slide. Yes, thank you. So this slide shows how this current surge is in relation to prior increases in San Francisco. Today, 14,600 people have been diagnosed in San Francisco and resulting in 158 deaths since the onset of the pandemic. As you can see from this slide, we, can see, we see an aggressive increase in our cases week over week. For the week ending November 18, we averaged 118 new cases per day. Compare that to the prior week, November 11th, when we averaged 95 new cases per day. And at the beginning of the month, the week ending November 4th, we averaged 73 new cases per day. As the slide shows, we are approaching our surge case rate and will likely surpass the average cases per day per 100,000 in the coming weeks. Right now, we are hovering just below 13 cases per, per 100,000 people per day. And while this is still lower than the national and state average, we are at a critical moment. We cannot let the virus get so far ahead of us or we will never catch up. As expected, an increase in hospitalizations has followed this increase in cases, as we saw in the spring surge shown on the far right in cases on the slide and the summer surge shown in the middle. Indeed, for this third surge, we have doubled our COVID hospitalizations since the end of October. 
And while our hospitalizations remain low compared to other jurisdictions at just 54 people in the hospital today, this increasing trend remains of concern. Right now, we still have enough room in our hospitals to care for patients with COVID-19. But as we have seen across the nation, in the state, and as we saw in our earlier surges, this can change very quickly. Our systems could become overwhelmed with patients. If that happens, simply put, and tragically, more people will die. Let's do everything we can this winter, this holiday season, to prevent this scenario. Next slide, please. Today, the state kept San Francisco in the red tier of the reopening blueprint. We remain just one tier down from the most restrictive tier of purple, which triggers rollbacks of additional activities and abiding by the state's and requires abiding by the state's limited stay-at-home order. As this slide shows, we are fast approaching the case count to be reassigned to the purple tier. Tier reassignments may occur any day of the week and may occur more than once a week when the Department of Public Health, the California Department of Public Health, determines immediate action is needed. We expect to be placed in that more restrictive purple tier sometime soon perhaps later uh, this week. Now, I wanna focus a few remarks on testing. As we are, we are as prepared as we can be for this ongoing surge. And we need to, and we have taken actions to try to slow the spread of the virus. But we need everyone in San Francisco to recommit to protecting themselves, their loved ones, and our community. And part of that is our collective use of city resources to fight the spread of the virus. We have a robust testing system across the city. And indeed, San Francisco is leading jurisdictions in the number of tests performed per day. For instance, just last week, we hit a day where we did 9,000 COVID-19 tests across the city. And we are averaging over 6,000 tests a day. Unfortunately, the number of tests coming back positive in the last four weeks has increased by 265%. That means just last month, our positivity case rate was 0.81%. And today it is 2.15% and going up. But testing at city-run test sites must be reserved for people with COVID-19 symptoms or exposure or for essential workers and those without insurance. If you have insurance and need a COVID-19 test, please, please contact your healthcare provider. By law, if you have insurance or have symptoms, your provider must provide a test. Please do not use public testing resources in advance of engaging in behaviors that easily spread the virus, namely, to travel or to gather with people outside of your household. We need, we must ensure that testing is available for those who need it most, for those who are sick, those who have had a high risk exposure and those who have no other testing options. Moreover, remember 
The testing only captures whether the test detects infection the moment you take the test. A negative COVID test is simply not a ticket to freely socialize without precautions. A negative COVID test is not a ticket to mingle with extended family and friends outside your immediate household. The main reason is that a test gives information about the level of the virus at one point in time. A person could be infected but not have enough virus yet for it to be registered on a test. Or a person may become infected in the hours or days after taking a test. A test should be used to indicate that you need medical care, need to isolate. Again, not as a free ticket to act like COVID does not exist this holiday season and to let down our guard. This is a once in a century pandemic. This is not the time to throw caution to the wind. This holiday season indeed will be like no other. And it is so tempting for us to see our loved ones and to gather with our friends. But we simply must stay at home. Stay home and celebrate Thanksgiving with the people that we already live with. Please do not gather with people from other households, especially indoors. The choices we make this week will determine the remainder, what the remainder of the holiday season will look like. It will determine whether the winter ahead of us will be filled with more hospitalizations, cases, and unfortunately death, or if we are able to beat back this third surge. You know what to do, San Francisco. We know how to slow the spread of the virus. And I think you know what I'm going to say again. Wear those masks, do outdoor activities, stay physically distanced, practice good hygiene, and do not travel or gather for the holidays. We can crush this virus for a third time, but we need to have a bit more patience and a bit more perseverance as we go forward together. Remember, the best gift we can give this season is the gift of good health. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Colfax. At this time, we'll welcome Joaquin Torres, Director of the Office of Economic and Workforce Development. Welcome, Director. Thank you so much, Joseph, and many thanks to the JIC, and thank you, Dr. Colfax, for, uh, for your update. Um, uh, again, my name is Joaquin Torres, and I am the Director of the Office of Economic and Workforce Development for San Francisco. As you just heard um, from Dr. Colfax, we are currently assigned to the red tier. That means that we're carrying on with activities at the same status, same capacity that we have been for the last week when we were assigned to that red tier. Based on the health indicators that Dr. Colfax just shared with you, we do expect that we will be assigned to the more restrictive purple tier. So if and when that happens, the city will be required to roll back or reduce capacity of several activities within 24 hours. To roll back or reduce capacity of several activities within 24 hours. This will require us to stop the indoor operations at houses of worship, movie theaters, museums, zoos, aquariums, gyms, and fitness centers. We will also need to reduce all retail except grocery stores from 50% to 25% capacity 
and we will need to close outdoor Ferris wheels, carousels, and amusement park-style trains. Uh, at the same time, uh, within or around 48 hours of being assigned to the purple tier, we're going to have to comply with the state's limited stay-at-home order uh, that curtails gatherings and non-essential business activities after 10 p.m. So we expect this will go into effect probably two days after we are assigned to the purple, purple tier. So for example, you're assigned on Monday, uh, San Francisco will be assigned on say, say a Monday to the purple tier. Those 10 p.m. restrictions would then become active and enforceable on that Wednesday, the following Wednesday. So again, you assign, uh, if we are assigned purple, let's say on a Monday, at Wednesday at 10 p.m., that's when the limited stay-at-home order would be an enforceable effect. Um, so additionally, in practice, this means that all non-essential businesses will have to shut down operations at 10 p.m. with some exceptions that I'll talk about in a moment, um, specifically related to restaurants, uh, curbside pickup, and deliveries. But uh, all non-essential businesses will have to shut down operations at 10 p.m. and people may not gather with anyone from another household indoors or outdoors after 10 p.m. People may leave their homes after 10 p.m. alone or with members of their household to pursue individual activities or access essential employment or other services. Like I mentioned, restaurants may continue to offer takeout and delivery services after 10 p.m., but they may not have customers seated outdoors for outdoor dining. Um, at the same time, we anticipate that San Francisco will largely confine uh, uh, any rollbacks to those that are required by the state. I, I know that many restaurants uh, have been reaching out uh, and asking if outdoor dining was uh, uh, um, potentially uh, something that was being considered as part of Purple. The answer there is no. Uh, we are focused on the limited stay-at-home order uh, and the restrictions that are listed in the state's Purple tier. Um, uh, the Department of Public Health, as you know, will be monitoring our health indicators in order to track how we're doing, and we'll be ensuring that we are doing our best to flatten the curve with all of you and protect public safety. So I really want to emphasize right now, as Dr. Colfax did, that our behavior, not just businesses or others, but our individual behavior, how we behave as individuals in support of our small businesses, in support of businesses across the city that are trying to employ people and make sure that you have places to go to support your holiday cheer. Um, and how we do that over the next two weeks is gonna dictate what the next two months look like. So um, I, I wanna very much thank the business community out there for their cooperation, uh, for their diligence and initiative going into this holiday season. Um, and also uh, appreciate all the questions that you've been providing to us that we've been doing our best uh, to answer as a city together with all of you to serve you so that you can operate safely in San Francisco. Um, and I know that we've been very encouraged by the health and safety measures that our businesses have instituted. Um, so right now we need everyone in our business community to keep it up, be mindful, follow the rules. We want all of our residents, all of our residents to follow that, follow those rules of public health guidance. Take it seriously, please. Keep your mask on, wash your hands, stay socially distant um, so that we can bring our case count back down and minimize these restrictions that must be put into place. So thank you all so much. Um, together, we will get through this. Thank you, Director Torres, and thank you both Director Colfax and Director Torres for your time.
Uh, we'll go ahead and begin the Q&A portion, starting with Director Colfax, please. Dr. Colfax, please let me know whenever you're ready. I'm ready, thank you. First question is from Aaron Alday with the San Francisco Chronicle. It sounded like the city was fairly certain last week that San Francisco would be placed in the purple tier by today. Are things starting to improve or at least not looking as bad as they were a few days ago? Might we not end up in the purple tier at all? So I, I take little comfort and I think we should take a little comfort in the fact that we have not yet been assigned the purple tier. And Aaron, if you look at that uh, first slide, you see that uh, that line going pretty much straight up in terms of our number of cases per day per 100,000. So we do expect to be assigned, uh, if, if this trend holds, we will be assigned uh, the purple tier. Getting the exact day right um, is a little beyond uh, the science data and facts, but we are projecting to go into the purple tier. And I think the other point is, um, if you look at our map, our regional map, we are surrounded by purple. Uh, so the fact that we're in red um, should give nobody um, reasons for not taking the precautions, particularly around the holiday with regard to, to gatherings and outside of people's immediate household. So um, we're hopeful we can, we can again crush this, this third curve, but we do expect um, nevertheless to be in purple uh, relatively soon. Thank you. And also from Aaron Alday, what is the city doing now to prepare for vaccine distribution in the near and long term? I'm sorry, could you repeat the question? I had a little time here. Sure. Also, this is from Aaron Alday as well. What is San Francisco doing now to prepare for vaccine distribution in the near and long term? Thank you. So it it is uh, some of the good news that we've had with, with regards to the vaccine uh, trials in the, in the last few weeks. Um, very promising, hopeful. Again, it will be months before uh, widespread vaccine is available according to our federal and state partners, but we are preparing um, for, for vaccine uh, distribution in the city. Uh, we are, we have an, ex at our COVID command center, we have a, an extensive uh, planning team uh, looking at uh, the opportunities, uh, working with key partners across the city, community partners, uh, other stakeholders to ensure uh, that we are as ready as possible. Um, much of, this, of the guidance in, in the dictates around um, the, the vaccine will come from the, fed, from the feds and, and the states. Uh, but again, we are doing everything we can um, to be pre as prepared as possible uh, locally. An example of that, um, we are building uh, infrastructure with regard to vaccine preparedness. Uh, for instance, the city, uh, thanks to city administrator uh, Kelly, Naomi Kelly, uh, we purchased uh, three ultra cold uh, freezers uh, to store vaccine, which can store hundreds of thousands of doses of, of vaccine. So uh, lots of work to do there, uh, both locally, uh, statewide and federally, but I am very confident with the team that we have that we will be as ready as possible to uh, start uh, vaccine distribution when that time comes. Thank you, Dr. Colfax. Um, Director Torres, this next question is for you. If we move to the purple tier in San Francisco, which would mean closing our museums, will we only have 24 hours to close operations? Yes, that's correct. Um, uh, we know that's a burden, but uh, we're glad that you're asking that uh, so that you can plan effectively. But yes, um, you would only have those 24 hours. 
uh, so that, for example, if we were notified on, again, if we were notified on a Monday within 24 hours the following day on Tuesday, those um, activities would no longer be permitted under the purple tier. Thank you, Director Torres. Um, at this time, that concludes the Q&A portion for today. Thank you both directors for your time. Any um, remaining questions, please feel free to respond to dempress at sfgov.org. That concludes today's press conference. Thank you. Thank you.